0: And stay, stay, stay another round Cause who wants to live forever Who wants to burn it down, 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 down And we can't paint the town Cause who wants to sing the blues So oh, some you win or oh, some you lose It's all that passion Yeah, I could be getting on, but I'm getting around Welcome, friends. This is episode 171 of Tell Me Where to Turn, you can find the show on Twitter at Where to Turn Pod, and you can find me one third of the what's going on. What kid kid kind, madness in the background. kind of Sorry. nonsense is this? You tell them we have a podcast.
1: I've lost I've lost control. It's Lord of the Flies here, and I don't have the conch.
0: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter
2: at Tommy Two underscore zero.
1: You can find me at Glenn three underscore eleven.
2: And you can find me at Point Break underscore Dave. Well, gentlemen, it's good good for us to be back together.
0: I noticed the Apple, I guess, in the last iOS update, they've updated the podcast app, and they've added this helpful feature that tells you when you go to a podcast in the library how frequently it's updated. We're hanging out at semi-monthly right now, so I feel pretty good about that.
1: Yeah, that's solid.
0: I mean, it's not weekly, it's not daily, but semi-monthly. I'm, I can live with that.
1: Boy, could you imagine if we did this daily? <laughs> what an absolute beating.
0: That's a good hypothetical. What would the what would the dollar amount be for you to get an hour a day in?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I think it would just be the struggle of coming up with content every single day. You think we'd be you like would... four
0: episodes in and we'd just be reading the phone book? <laughs>
2: Can you imagine how many back to coming to America or the Waco series we fall back to constantly?
0: Well, I'll I'll tell you, my wife is a fan of a of a podcast that's generic, and they're the one that she listens to. They've gone down the Patreon monetizing route, and to give more content to the Patreon members, they're they're cranking out. I mean, it feels like these poor folks must be doing one or two a day and it's all it's all that it's all based on tv so i'm thinking you've got a you've got to record and then you spend the rest of your day watching tv so you can record again tomorrow
1: yeah what an existence if we did it every day it would be like those sitcom give up episodes where it has like five minutes of plot and it's just flashbacks from three (laughs) and five seasons earlier so basically, no, we just, basically something we just, to
0: wrestle twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> would I, just mention no offense Waco. to our friends at
0: something to wrestle.
1: <laughs> Waco with hey, the this? branch Davidians, and then go back to the the generator with ten minutes of gas. <laughs> this uh, this podcast benefited
2: me recently because Mrs. Point Break Dave, who I think is a very infrequent listener. Happened to listen to the uh, episode, last episode, I believe, when we talked about Coda. I guess she figured there was two people staying in our house. She at least wanted to listen to what happened. (laughs) But that happened, uh, I guess she listened to it yesterday. And that prompted the, yeah, those cookies were good. And she made some more today. (laughs) So, good times to be point break day.
0: That had to be gratifying for her to be listening to that and hearing how much airtime the cookies got. It got more it got more airtime than Bubba Wallace and we spent 30 minutes of the episode talking about him.
1: I thought I thought you were going to say she was like, "Yeah, they're really good. Sure would have been great if I had been able to eat one." <laughs> That's probably true. She probably did. That's probably why she remade them. Maybe so they were excellent. 5 stars.
0: Well, well, things pretty much from from the end of that episode when when nobody would take me to the airport, things had not been going well in my lifestyle. I had to briefly visit a hospital, gentlemen.
2: Uh-oh. Well, you work at a hospital, so
0: and this was the kind of visit to the hospital where I was paying them, and they were not paying me, which is not
1: Uh-oh. not typical. Did you Gee. have anything removed?
2: No. This was a long long dormant Ebola comeback.
1: (laughs) Did you have anything implanted?
0: Well, if you... Are we talking about extended or implanted?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Either way. It's
0: It's an important clarifying question. To really appreciate this story, you have to back up because the genesis of what put me in the hospital And I'm really overselling in the hospital, so just get your (laughs) expectations right. I'm fine, for those of you worried. I'm at Tommy2 underscore zero on Twitter. Send your well wishes. You guys know, uh, I know Dave does. I think Glenn does. Been doing a little more drag racing here recently. Kind of rekindled my love of the motorsport. I feel like we're going to talk about every form of motorsport in this episode, so buckle up.
1: Very race-intensive
0: very race intensive but things have been going better than they've been going above average at the track lately it's been doing very well and um my uh my dad and mom had come up to visit uh, flew in from texas and we were gonna we we're gonna go to the drag strip saturday night and had the car on the trailer in the garage was doing some final preparations and uh was standing on the edge of the trailer and then was thinking to myself, well, you know, I need to, I'm wearing flip-flops. Of, you know, I need to, need to hop down off this trailer, but the, uh, the little fender cover, the part that covers the wheels on the trailer, it's a, little, it's a little rickety. It's been welded a few times, so you don't want to step on that. So I thought, well, I'll just step over that directly onto the ground. Well, as I was doing that, I didn't realize that my other leg had become entangled between the car and the trailer. So it basically caused a situation where I'm falling off the trailer with one leg stuck on the trailer. Which then causes me to panic, which causes me to land full force basically on my tiptoe and then just fold my uh, my toes and the upper part of my foot backwards. Ugh. And at the time I was like, wow, that really hurt. And then I kinda limped around a little bit and thought, Yeah, this is a little tender, but we were we were headed to the track, so we would go to the track and yeah, you know, put a put a little ace bandage on there, put a ice pack on it for the drive up to the track and Competed in the race. I won the race. By the way, mm. you can go to winnercirclephotos.com, dot com, type in Tommy two <laughs> underscore zero, find my picture, and
1: you'll find it. Yeah. yeah,
0: You can also find it on my Wikipedia page. Well, the next uh, the next morning, I uh, you know we came back late. I w- I woke up and my my entire foot's purple. I mean, it's like Mark Mclemore down there.
1: <laughs> <Whoa>.
0: <laughs> they,
1: br- they brought out the the civil war saw so we just have to take this thing off
0: so so yeah so i do i don't i don't work at a hospital but i work within walking distance of a hospital so i went to the employee clinic and removed both my shoes for a gentleman and uh he took one look and was like, "Yeah, we're gonna need to take you over to the hospital. That that needs to be x rayed We we've got we may have a problem here." Hmm. So found my way over to the hospital, got the X-ray. Had to. It was a weird situation. I don't know if you guys have ever had X-rays at a hospital, but I actually had to go through like the hospital admission process. Like I got a wristband and uh, had to go yeah. through admissions. Uh, it was very seemed overdone. I'm going to be talking to some people about this experience, but yeah, got the, uh, got the foot x-rayed and then got a uh, word back the next day that, Hey man, um, I don't know what, All what good. you're complaining about. Everything's fine. Just, uh, so why don't you, you why don't you, why don't you try this? just manning up a little
2: bit? I mean, first, how disappointed was your father that. You were wearing flip-flops while working on a car. Yeah, that was, no, I, that's ridiculous. Well, you don't so. see that.
0: If you watch F1 Drive to Survive, you don't see that in the paddock. Uh, people have unclosed-toed shoes. It's good for workplace safety.
2: And secondly, did the doctor say what they would have done if you'd had a broken foot? Like a broken bone? Because I feel like... I'm glad you when asked. You, you get that diagnosis. They're like, yeah, eh, it's not... It's not much we can do. We'll put it in a boot. Yeah, they put
1: it in the the walker thingy.
0: I'm glad you asked. So there is an invisible line on the foot where if it's south of that line, there's nothing they can do. And if it's north of that line, they may have to do some type of surgical procedure. And where my foot's – where the purple line was – was right about in that area, so that's why they uh, wanted to do the x-ray because there was a chance it might have uh, might have required a visit to an orthopedist and i 'm here to tell you guys it 's been ten days and it still hurts really bad uh, when i when I touch certain spots on it it's extremely painful, and i 'm still walking with a pronounced limp
1: so but the ultimate what? diagnosis was a sprain of the foot yes, item.
0: the ultimate diagnosis was a sprain of the foot.
1: And was What's your father your, uh, when when he walked out to tell you how proud of you he was, and he saw you bent over like backwards with your flip flop <laughs> up in the air? Did he just turn around? Did he hang his head in shame? how did, How did that go?
0: Yeah, he no he called an he called an Uber that said uh, get me away from the track,
2: <laughs> while on uh, making another call to change his will. <laughs>
0: But I'll tell you what, my father and I, we had a lot of bonding time this weekend. And one of the things we bonded over was Formula One because he was a slow starter in this. But I got him on Drive to Survive, and he's through it now. And I'll have you know, Sunday afternoon, we were having a very good, strong, hey, we both just watched the entire French Grand Prix talk. The question wow. for you, Glenn... Is the awesome dong on this yet?
1: Uh, no, not yet. I've I've mentioned it to him, but he hasn't watched the show or any any races. I I, I feel like you were on this at least a couple of years ago, right? As oh, I, I, yeah, Netflix I was. Show. I was a
0: I was a day one day one P one on this show. I I was I was there from the beginning. Netflix knows me well, and when this show premiered, it let me know, "Hey, we've got something you might be interested in." And I was like, "Hey, Netflix, you're right. I am interested in this."
1: And I, I think, the first time we paid a visit up there in Tennessee, we actually watched a race on that uh, Sunday morning. That's correct, because that's that's what we do here. 2019. That's That's what we do here. And then I did dive right in to drive to Survive. And based on when I resumed the show in 2021, I watched exactly three episodes. <laughs> and then I, it was fine, but for whatever reason, it just didn't really grab me then. But I still have a few episodes, three or four to go in season three. But as far as that's concerned and uh, keeping up with the races on Sunday, I'm I'm pretty much all in, but I don't have... A driver or team allegiance yet That's what I still have to work out
0: Yeah, and I'm, gonna ha- I'm here to help you work that out But I do have to ask Because you sound like you're right at the right number of episodes left Have you watched the Grosjean Crash episode yet?
1: No Okay That's, that's coming, but I haven't gotten there yet It's been teased Yes,
0: because that, that is widely regarded as the best episode in the entire series So I'm very much looking forward to your review on that particular episode
1: Okay, and I know he he makes it because I saw him race in an IndyCar car race on uh, I think this past weekend. Yeah. So. so
0: spoiler alert: he's not dead. But also, <laughs> don't pick him as your guy to pull for because you're you're not going to find him on the grid on Sundays anymore.
1: No, I'm I'm torn because I find the team principal, as they call it, for Red Bull to be a, a he's very brash and cocky, but I I like that guy. But,
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to this in a second
1: but every time i see max verstappen's face i want to drop kick it immediately so i i, I don't think i can be a red bull guy
0: see this surprises me because he is basically kyle bush of formula one
1: yeah but he's got that face though <laughs> i can't deal with it
0: and kyle bush doesn't
1: well we it's it's different it's european over there it's a different whole different world
0: but my uh my significant other a woman that lives here with me right now for for the <laughs> at least for the rest of the week she uh she watched the third season with me we i got finally got her converted and um you know i was like well hey you know who's your guy like who's who's your uh who's the guy you you got your eye on of the drivers, you know, and I'm kind of wondering which one it is. And she she just skipped all 20 on the grid and goes right to Christian Horner, (laughs) team principal of Red Bull, as that's her guy.
1: He's married to one of the Spice Girls. Yeah, he's doing pretty well.
0: I I feel like he's got a pretty good life, I think, just judging by the show. I think things are going pretty good for him.
1: When he goes to his personal site for you know his benefits and his 401k do you think it says on track for <laughs> retirement
0: and you see i we need to get dave on this show because i know who dave's guy would be his guy would be toto wolf team principal for mercedes because every episode he has to work out at some point <laughs> d- during the show
1: that guy sounds awesome <laughs> yeah, so he's, he uh he sounds he... like schwarzenegger
0: and and also looks like him.
1: Yeah. But he's the pr- team principal for an F1 team.
0: But he, there was an episode I really thought of. I saw I thought of Muscle Matt in this, too. I thought of the entire Swole Society where they're they're at some exotic locale and they've been at the track and then they're back at the hotel and they have some video of him working out. I, and I'm assuming it's with some of the other crew guys. But he pretty much tells the camera, you know, hey, I'm – he's the team principal, he's a multi-multi-millionaire rich Austrian businessman and he's like, "Hey, I have to I have to outdo everyone else in the gym so they'll continue to respect me uh, when we're at the track." So, you know, he was like it's like a very Vince McMahon type story. He, if he's going to work out like with it. the crew, he's also going to make sure that he's doing just a little bit putting in a little more work than anybody else in the
1: gym. You got to earn it. But I think I have to finish season 3 and I don't know. I, uh, my uh, team and/or driver allegiance might have to wait for 2022. I don't know if I'm going to declare that during this this particular season. Because well, it's like I know like I understand the, that, but there there is
0: a there is a wild card coming in the Grosjean episode that that swayed me to have an allegiance for this year, and and I bet it will sway you the same way.
1: Okay. Um. It also seems like the driver contracts are like two years max it's
0: a young man's game i guess so would you as as part of a prop bet just there would be some dollar figure attached but of course are you still working remote full-time or are you going into the office again
1: no i'm still remote
0: so this would this would really only be applicable if you were back in the office every day but just you had to wear the Toto wolf shirt every day the uh Tommy Hilfiger Pedronis shirt only he has it unbuttoned like halfway down <laughs> because he's so jacked like he can't even button his shirt. And you just have to put that, you just have to wear that shirt every day to work exactly the way he does it. Would you do it?
1: Uh, for, for how many days? <laughs>
0: no, this has to be like for a year no. consecutively, just every day. And they're like, man, why does he always wear this this Formula One team shirt with, with half half unbuttoned?
1: It's an interesting potential uh, Halloween <laughs> costume.
0: <laughs> Did you have any more thoughts before we transition to American Motorsports? What are your thoughts on Lance Stroll?
1: Uh, I've just barely been introduced to him. I've probably been more introduced to his dad. He seems <laughs> Lawrence. Yeah, he seems like a real, real nice guy. Um, but you know, I don't know. I I think that's, uh, you know, I don't want to go into this and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to root for, for team Mercedes. That's what I'll do. The Aston Martin team, they're, they're in consideration. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. All right.
0: Well, I, I'll be interested if your opinion changes after the the last few episodes of the season, because it certainly, certainly painted somebody in a new light for me. Uh, which has given me great joy this season. And then also just seeing how, as the current season is playing out, how bad Mercedes is wronging poor Valtteri at every turn, Mm. including in the French Grand Prix when he actually probably could have won the race, and they instead told him, no, you can't come into the pits for tires because we need you to stay out there and get in people's way so they won't pass Lewis Hamilton.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, I I like, I feel like I like that guy just from the TV show too.
0: Well, he doesn't care about it. He's like uh well, he's from Finland. So he's like the Dallas Stars greats of the past, like Yuri Lettinen. Okay. He doesn't care he's about like anything. Like Yuri, Yuri
1: Lettinen of Formula 1.
0: Yeah, doesn't care about anything.
1: I can relate to that. My significant My dad
0: couldn't get by his episode because he was nude for half <laughs> the episode and just could not
1: Yes, I noticed. I've seen that one. When he got in the the at home sauna with his performance coach, <laughs> and they were talking about being balls out, I was like, "What? <laughs> what is happening?"
0: You guys don't do that.
1: Uh, no, not with my performance coach.
0: So, um, speaking of the sauna, Dave, have you run into anybody interesting in the sauna recently?
2: Porsche man has made a Ollie-like return to the gym. He's back. Out of bankruptcy? Unclear, but he is, he's back. Uh, he, he wanted to have investment talk. I'm, I think I even tweeted this. He, uh, he <laughs> came up to me. This was during round one of the Mav series. And he just, out of the blue said, So what's most of your money in right now? And I <laughs> looked at him and said, Well most of it's on the under in the Mavs <laughs> game tonight <laughs> Which confused him. Uh but he did tell me, uh, a few weeks ago that Dogecoin was gonna go to a thousand dollars. It was currently at that moment at thirty eight <laughs> cents. It is it has now dropped to $0.19 <laughs> since he told me that. $1,000. He's... He, hey, I don't know if I told you. He drives a Porsche, guys. He, he's
0: riding the Doge wave, huh?
2: But he's... Yeah, he's very big on on Dogecoin. But yeah, man, he uh he was gone for almost a year, but he's back. I've seen him probably... Three or four times a week, always telling me that Doge and uh, ADA—that's his other crypto. He's he's real big on. The
1: so. Americans for I
0: actually own a little ADA, act. so I'm gonna sell it immediately.
1: <laughs> yes, sell all of it. <laughs> I just love the idea that it's gonna go up to a thousand. Everyone is like a billionaire. A thousand. <laughs>
0: There's like not enough liquidity in the entire market <laughs> right. to cover if that happens, but don't worry about that. It's fine.
2: Don't don't worry about that. Oh man! So quick aside, because we we had Father's Day recently. Let's talk Father's Day. And yeah,
1: what'd you get? Let's
2: talk Father's Day. I uh, got you know nothing too special. Got got some nice cards from the the kiddos, the little homemade cards, and got a nice uh. Nice dinner out, but nothing too uh too special. But what I did want to talk to you gentlemen about. Cause Tommy was actually the beneficiary one time. Uh, Glenn and I tag teamed a cameo of Bruce Pritchard for Tommy.
0: Oh, and by the way, still I, I still show it to people. I showed it to a guy within the last three weeks. Awesome. It's still there. It's great. Saved in my favorites. I know Paul Bear never paid for his third of it, but you guys okay. you guys did real good by me that year.
2: But I bring that up to say and I honestly don't know if it was cameo or an off brand version of Cameo, but you know, got an ad saying, you know, hey for Father's Day, send your, you know, your dad a special and I don't remember who the first one was. There's like three people on there. In the middle picture, I'm like, I recognize that face, but I don't know who that is. And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and then the light bulb goes off. It was the guy from the Fire Festival documentary, the bottled water guy. (laughs) Oh! You you could get that guy. I'm interested. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and I was just thinking like I wonder if anyone asked him to say anything else <laughs> other than Man <laughs> for your birthday you want to
1: know what I do.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Speaking of uh I mean that's a that's an HR issue. I've got an HR problem. I, I I've got a couple of them actually pending. Can't really discuss those. But Glenn, I'm interested in your thoughts on this we're reopening our office July the 6th. So the the plan that they've come up with is everybody go to as many super spreader 4th of July parties as you can and then we're going to mandate everybody show back up in the office the day after that. That's the yeah, plan.
1: It's a good plan.
0: So the the rules as posted are if you have the vaccine, you show your vaccine card at employee health, they give you a little sticker you put on your ID badge and you're good to go. You do not need to use protection.
1: What kind of just what kind of return to the office is this?
0: Exactly, just (laughs) raw, whatever whatever you need.
1: I can get to Tennessee pretty quickly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you have not had the vaccine, they ask. It says, you know, hey, you are wearing a mask anytime you're in a public area, and that includes if you're in a cube. Now, if you're in an office by yourself with door closed, you can take the mask off. Otherwise, wear the mask pretty clear seems pretty clear
2: so let me ask this how much are counterfeits of those stickers going for oh let me tell you something
0: it would be the easiest thing in the world like if you went to the <laughs> if you went and just got like those little dots and just cut the yeah. circle out of the orange one you've got the sticker So
1: okay so they're just going with a it's that certain easy color it's not like the star of yeah. david or anything like that that's just a random no, thing it's... that i picked
0: Okay, I was gonna say it's not like you said it's not like a Chinese flag or something, because that would be weird.
1: Yeah, that would be too far.
0: (laughs) Far East, for sure. They, uh, but here's where it gets here's here's where I I have a question because I I actually got an answer. So Dave, you don't know the update. I got an answer to the question because I was talking to Dave about this earlier today. It's weird. We talk to each other a lot. It's like we're almost related or something. I don't know. It's strange. It's weird. Yeah. We had an employee call today and he said, look, uh, there's no way I'm getting the vaccine. I'd rather get COVID and be hospitalized before I'd get that vaccine. To which uh, we gave the Q hand sign to each other, nodded knowingly. And then he said, but I want to furthermore let you know that I won't be wearing a mask when I come back to the office because I feel like that is singling me out for a medical choice that I'm making. And I would be triggered by that and I'm not comfortable. So I will see you on the 6th and I won't be wearing a mask.
2: Was this phone or email? Oh, this
0: is all. Well, this first of all, this was done. I'm very high up in the company. I don't talk to anybody. This was done. This was done via him to his manager, I can, who reports to a manager who reports to I can, me. So I can let's get to that. let's just get things straightened out here, real yeah, fast. I can, okay,
1: I can definitely envision this. Yeah. Uh, exactly how this plays out.
0: Yeah. So they only come to me when they have real issues, like, he, like is what to do about this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. My immediate thought is well what the manager said is are we going to have to call security if this guy shows up and doesn't wear a mask? And I mean is that what we want on opening day? Do we want do we want have somebody getting drug off the floor? No, that's not what we want. No. So the the question posed to me is well what do we do if he shows up? And um I consulted the uh rules, you know, the uh the the uh I guess, the company-wide memo, and it said, hey, if you're not in compliance with the rules, then they basically put you on unpaid leave. So I was like, well, this would be nice. I'm going to get to tell the guy not wearing a mask and be like, hey, you could stay here all day, but you won't be getting paid to be here. So that might alter your opinion. That's a good... But before we got carried away, don't want to just jump to conclusions on something right. like that. Because you know, you're know, right. you talking about potential litigation here, man. I
1: mean, you... Yeah. uh But there's, I feel like as long as the policy is very consistent across the entire employee population, and we just had this issue regarding vaccinations with a bunch of nurses in Houston. And I think suit was filed and the judge immediately threw it out because also you're you're not running a Chipotle here, you're in the healthcare industry. So people that are employees there requiring a vaccination is not really out of the realm of being reasonable. I so I I, I agree. Um, so this guy's just beating his beating his head against a wall.
0: So I called HR and laid it out, and the uh, the guy I was talking to, and he was relatively high up in the HR world. He said, "Yeah, um, we're not trying to publicize this too much, but." We really can't do anything if he doesn't wear a mask. You're just going to have to ride it out.
1: Really? Yeah. Uh.
0: So when I looked at the scoreboard, it said freedom one, (laughs) Democrats zero.
2: So let me ask this. You know, Glenn brought up the point of the policy would have to be consistent. If you have clients, vendors coming into the office, what's the policy for them? Well,
0: the policy right now is they can't come into the office. Ah. So you, the only way you can get by the security desk is if you're an employee right now. And that They're expecting that to change later in the year, but it won't be Whoa, for let's, July 6th.
2: Let's calm down there. I guarantee you I can get by the security <laughs> desk.
0: You think the, so, the, the, the two ladies sitting there like trying to figure out how to open the f- footlong Jimmy John sandwich are going to come give chase <laughs> if you go by the security desk? Is that, is that what you're betting on?
2: When I run by in the Swole Society I
1: tank top, st- <laughs> they're just going <laughs> to...
0: <laughs> doing the Kenny Gantt shark as he's walking by the desk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think at this point, it, it sounds like then the, the mask thing is not a requirement. It's more of a request. Well, it's um, it's
0: posted as a requirement. It is communicated as a requirement. But when you get down to what they might call nut cutting time, they can't require it, or they don't believe they can. So they pretty much say, "Yeah, if a guy wants to show up, not wear a mask, and not be vaccinated, that's on him. If he gets COVID, he's not. He can't do anything about it because." We're not guaranteeing his safety, but we also can't call the cops on him or kick him out or not pay him.
1: Right. So again, I think consistency is key here. So if if Matt Riddle shows up to work and he doesn't want to wear a mask, and you say, "Oh, that's okay. We're not going to make him. That's fine." As long as when Xavier Woods shows up, it's the same <laughs> approach, because that's how you get in trouble.
0: So what you're saying is you don't think the New Day has been vaccinated. That is offensive to me.
1: Trouble in paradise for those guys.
0: <laughs> You've visited me here. Do you, did you ever hear the New Day music playing when you were here? <laughs> like you're painting uh, a scenario that can't, ha- like can't physically happen. Yeah, you realize was, that,
1: right? It was just the forgotten sons on a loop. <laughs>
2: That is interesting though that the the you were told they essentially can't do Yeah anything. and I don't
0: I mean I think I mean like Glenn said the hospital in Houston they were supported I think it's it's that their policy is going to be they don't want to they don't want to engage in it they I think they have a pretty low opinion of covid spreading anymore anyways and it's not worth the bad publicity because you know there's going to be people at every place of business that opens that are just trying to start a fight on one side or the other, either pro or against, and everybody's wanting to oh, yeah. get the get the uh, social media video or get the be the first to have a lawsuit because their constitutional rights were violated. And I just think our company's like, you know what? We got enough problems to deal with here. We're not worried about COVID spreading. So if somebody wants to make that decision, that's fine.
2: Well, what's funny about it is. You see it on Twitter, is I mean, because it's already happening, and you always get the people on there, you know, with the cocky sniff. Private business; they can do whatever they want. They want to make all their employees wear a mask; they can do that. They want to make them get vaccinated; they can do that. It's like, didn't didn't see you guys when all the restaurants wanted to open? Yeah, and the government wouldn't let them. There was none of that.
1: Private
0: business; they do whatever they want. They do whatever they want.
1: (laughs) It's kind of weird. We can choose our battles. Exactly.
0: Well and didn't Didn't you also say uh, Dave I don't want to steal your joke series here But didn't you say that Houston nurse Situation kind of created a pivot as well
1: Yeah
2: I I saw the Twitter population has done a 180 on nurses It's been a wild ride because they were heroes Because they were in there fighting COVID But now they're not getting vaccines And now they're all idiots And it's kind of weird how
1: that, that Flipped around Uh, I have no position on this. I I, I like everybody. What are
2: the, what are the the guys that pick up the grocery carts at the store? Are They still heroes? I need to go check Twitter.
1: No, they were heroes. I think until um, there was a call to to pay them a fair wage, and then and then there was like, yeah, we don't worry about those guys. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, though, man, like the fair wage, or should I say the uh, stim stimulus package, is sure hurting the retail industry around here because everywhere we go, they are in desperate need of workers.
2: Dude, you're not lying, man. It's service at restaurants has been terrible, service in stores has been terrible. They all have, you know, hiring now signs. We
0: basically recreated the Guy Fieri scene. We walk into a restaurant, there's 70% of the tables are open. The hostess says, it's going to be a 90 minute wait. And I kind of thought she was joking. I was like, ah, huh," and she's like, no, we only have one waitress working tonight.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. We don't need to mention that. Hmm. That brings back <laughs> flashbacks and <laughs> poor, poor memories. <laughs>
2: So Tommy is or what are you saying that government tried to do something and made it worse? <laughs> look look at my surprise wow. face. Here. We need to
0: get we need to get the Dave anti government podcast up and running. And then I'll I'll come Anytime, on as a will uh, come on as a guest judge and we'll have the debate of which which population of people that went to school for a vocation got a degree in said vocation and then spend the rest of their lives complaining about their vocation on social media Is worse, teachers or nurses. Take your calls.
2: Boy, that's a tough one. I mean, that's like Usain Bolt racing against himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, man, that is the unstoppable force against the immovable object <laughs> right there. But you see that you see that in a lot of things too. Um I think I brought it up during the uh the whole you know power issue back in February like that I couldn't wait for all the electricians out there to be like hey can you guys believe that we fixed all the power stuff when I don't <laughs> know like that's the exact thing you went to like to technical school for and chose as a career like like <laughs> through this whole thing the the one field that i can never i can never find a way not that i'm looking for it to try to either dismiss or demean as firefighters like you never hear there's some firefighters and they put out a fire you know a raging inferno and then they're like posting like can you believe we did that guys can you believe the people (laughs) who fight the fires put out the fire like look at us
2: well they wouldn't post on social because we don't know what to call them We used Hero on the grocery cart (laughs) guy.
0: Well, I know Romain Grosjean is appreciative of firefighters.
1: See, there you go. And I wonder after they pulled him out of there and got it out, if they were like, hey, man, (laughs) did you see that? (laughs) I know we were
2: ordered to sit at this racetrack for this exact reason, but... Dead gum look at highest <laughs> in
1: ninety nine point five out of a hundred times we just sit there and just kind of slowly sip on a beverage, and nothing happens.
0: Well, I think it's more just like we went to the fire academy, we graduated at the top of our class, and now it's like, man, these fires are so hot, this is ridiculous. like who came up with this? <laughs> we gotta change everything in this system. this is ridiculous we need to we need to ban fires is what we need to do. This is ridiculous. <laughs> But like I said, that's for Dave's political podcast. Yeah. Did you uh yeah, maybe did you to... get a little case of TMS last weekend?
1: I did not too long ago for the, the NASCAR All Star race. And um you know, I've been out there season ticket holder since about oh five, oh six.
0: So humble. Wow.
1: Yeah. I would say this might be a top three event that I've ever attended there.
2: Wow! And this was—they have real bathrooms at that it, track.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, they had real bathrooms.
0: This was a highly tricked-up event too, so I'm I'm surprised that purists like yourself would be in favor of this.
1: Well, it's not as much for the 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 race and the uh, you know that whole setup and everything, but the the crowd was like super into it. Like there was a lot of heat in the crowd. And let me tell you, I like it. Chase Elliott fans hate Kyle Bush. <laughs> and Kyle Bush fans hate Chase Elliott.
0: And that is good for the game.
1: I was shocked. It turns out that uh, the people that were sitting around us, it was all very good natured, fortunately. <laughs> because if you just heard the audio back and forth and not really any profanity, just, you know, good natured trash talk, I was shocked a fight didn't didn't break out at some point and i've never really seen this at any just regular you know 500 mile race there it was like a whole different a different crowd or a different mindset so it was would you was have been
2: involved in said fight if it had happened
1: um uh i probably not so I would have filmed it.
0: So I mean, it's very easy to understand what people hate about Kyle Bush because there's a lot of hateable things about him. But what is what is what's the problem with Chase Elliott? I feel like he's a pretty so, low key nice guy, paid his dues. Like there's there's not anything real hateable about him.
1: Paid his dues, huh? Yeah. Well, I wonder how he got a, a chance to get a ride in NASCAR. Well, I mean, if
0: his dad was awesome, Bill from Dawsonville
1: obviously so I don't think it's hate towards Chase Elliott I think it's more so Chase Elliott fans are just Dale Earnhardt Jr. fans who found someone who can actually win a race or win a championship and now they're (laughs) hanging on to him like grim death because there is no there is nothing wrong with Chase Elliott I mean having no personality is like the best personality I mean you're just talking about Jeff Gordon. (laughs) it's it's the fans not the driver
0: this is unbelievable it's true so how was the how was the race presentation were you able to follow because i'm watching on tv and they're having to stop between each stage and in great detail explain the lottery drawing and the inversion and all you know all
2: these things are doing were you able to keep up with all that on site did rich phillips keep saying it's a double (laughs) elimination tournament (laughs) That means you can lose one.
1: I was actually listening to Rich Phillips, and he was explaining things in great detail. Oh gosh. In between Thoughts the, and uh, prayers. the uh, session, sessions or stages of the All-Star race. So, yeah, we were able to keep up adequately. But we talked three or four years ago about the state of NASCAR and how they probably need to cut back on five to ten races a year and we could shorten these things by a 100 miles at most tracks i think that was some of the appeal here too yeah it was a very every lap mattered type of race well
0: yeah because after every 20 they they'd put everybody in the back in the front
1: well not after every one you have the hawks game on glenn oh it's over here in the corner but no, it's not on this uh It's not using the broadband or anything like that. Let's just say this:
2: if if the Hawks somehow win it all, we'll we'll have a nice round of drinks on me here in a month when I'm in DFW. Man, did you get them at like thirty to one? I bet them months ago.
1: Oh, we talked about this when we went eighty to one. (laughs) Oh my gosh!
2: I have fifty dollars that'll pay four grand. They won it all. <laughs> they have a legit shot. They're looking decent tonight. If they could steal one in Milwaukee, yeah.
0: My only comparable story to that, and we can remember this time here in mid-June. I have the Otani for AL MVP bet at huge odds, and he is now the clubhouse favorite at less than even money
1: wow wow what's huge like more than 25 to 1 oh yeah i bet uh i
0: bet him at i'll tell you what i bet him at just uh allow me to open up the william hill app one of eight now licensed sports book operators in the great state of tennessee
2: i'm so jealous
0: and if you'd, like, uh, if you'd like my advice, William Hill, a great place to bet baseball. Usually the, uh, the best lines uh, for baseball available on William Hill. I bet him at plus 3,000 odds, which means a $25 wager returns
1: $775. Wow. I'm surprised it was that. The odds were that great.
0: I think it was greatly influenced by the fact that he was probably projected to be on the 60-day IL at this point.
1: Well, he was coming off of Tommy John, too, right? That's correct. Okay. That makes uh, sense.
0: And Trout and Buxton, both having extended stints on the DL, have pretty much pushed Otani into can't miss unless he gets hurt. Yeah. Territory for the MVP. So, gentlemen, where do we go from here? Is there any is there any other topics that we need to cover for this episode? Because I feel like Glenn going to the All-Star Race was the last thing I had on my agenda for today.
2: I can give a quick update from Austin way. So Austin now has a prof- professional, and we'll put that in quotes, sports team. They now have an MLS team. Uh, what does MLS stand for? It's Major League Soccer, sir. And oh. uh very unstable. They they played like the first third of the season or so on the road because their stadium wasn't finished.
0: Was there like somebody camping inside the stadium? They couldn't they couldn't ask them to leave, so they just had to wait till they'd left on their own?
2: That uh, actually is very probable here. Uh, But this past Saturday was the first ever home game in the first season of this team.
0: And the name of the team is?
2: Austin FC. Okay. And uh, I went. Um, My company decided to get season tickets, club level. Very nice. Nice. We are second row from the pit, or second row from the pitch, as they say in soccer.
1: Oh, that's right. And yes. uh,
2: you know, has you know, club level like you'd get the AC, nice, uh, you know, food, free food, free drinks, uh, free uh, cocktails. So we got there early, enjoyed all that, had a very funny interaction with. <laughs> so. The day of the game, uh, I decided to run by Academy because, as uh, David Putty from Seinfeld once said, "Gotta support the team." So That's I right. ran in and got me a Austin FC T-shirt. Didn't realize till I got home that it was actually like the fake jersey has a n- name and number on the back of it. <laughs> I don't know a single player on the team. Danny Rojas. It was not Danny
1: Rojas. <laughs> Is it a name that ends in a Z No,
2: it's something with a P. It's number seven. But it's a it's a very uh it's it's not Johnson, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, so we're we're hanging out in the you know, the little club and this guy <laughs> comes out real excited and he's like, Hey, are you a fan of whatever the guy's name is? Because <laughs> I'm wearing his shirt and I was like who?
0: <laughs> and you're like trying to turn your shirt around backwards real yes, quick. He's like
2: unrolling a poster that I guess he got signed by the guy that he was real excited to show me. He's like, I was like, dude, I just, I just bought this t shirt. Like, I, I'm sorry, man. man. <laughs> what like a t- jerk. We're
0: talking about soccer, but talk about soccer.
2: The uh, obviously being the first game, go out there. They have a nice little video package of McConaughey to get everyone fired up.
0: Sounds like Formula One or sounds like Coda. And
2: then the real, which we didn't get at Coda, McConaughey walks out in a green, all green suit because the colors of the team are green and black and plays a bongo and leads cheers for everyone.
0: (laughs) Unbelievable. What a scene. Unbelievable.
2: But the best part was, like I said, we're, I mean, you could reach out and touch people. You know standing there and there was a dude in like a white button down shirt that was that was clearly like the i don't know manager of like the field like the turf <laughs> and Is this yeah sod God? And he basically like I don't know if it was just wet or whatever but I mean every time someone stepped they were kicking up like an eight inch piece of turf and every stop and play there's like Four thousand divots out there, and he'd have like the little sand cup, and he'd go out and like fill in three of them, and then run back off the field. And he's like standing right in front of us, just shaking his head, like looking at the field. <laughs> so that was basically our entertainment, because the game was a zero-zero draw. <laughs>
0: oh wow, no, Uh-oh. I'm I'm sh- I'm shocked. Yeah. A soccer game was boring. It's unbelievable.
2: But it was fun. It was a good time.
0: Well, who won in the shootout?
2: Oh yeah, no, there's
1: they just yeah. they, you don't do that during the season. Oh,
0: they don't do that. During, they don't want to have a winner during the season. That's okay. Well, I was I was just checking.
1: No.
2: no, and it didn't work out well for me. Considering I bet Austin FC to win, I bet them to lead at half, and and bet over two and a half goals. <laughs> two and a half? Oh no! So my kids won't go to college. Well, at least you
1: get some free. He got some free cocktails. Out I of did it. too. Boy, did I. <laughs> was was the Austin FC personnel <laughs> suggesting that it would be a good idea for you to leave? Was it quite Baltimore at the end of the night? <laughs> how was the how was the parking situation? Because I hear that the stadium seats let's just say 10,000 people, and they have like 850 parking spaces total. It
2: looked like there was not anywhere near enough parking. I think that is accurate. Our, we had a parking pass and literally walked less than 50 feet and was inside the stadium.
1: So, okay. So you're not the no. right person to ask. I need to ask the person who's sitting in section 304. You need to
2: ask the common man. <laughs> So yes,
0: unlike last episode, he was able to get to this event with a parking pass. Wow, that's right. So at least there's growth. We're we're seeing growth. That's what I that's what I tell all the people on my team. You know, just demonstrate growth. That's all we want to see. Learn from your mistakes.
1: So generic. All right. Well, that's that's all I have. I, I think in the if we happen to record another episode. Soon, I think we'll get a proper preview of the uh WWE event that we'll be attending in Fort Indeed. Worth in mid July. Yes. But I think we can, I think we can save that for a few weeks from now. I agree,
0: and I will bring all my hot WWE opinions since I will not be joining you guys in person.
2: That is sad. It's a real... I am the,
0: I'm the Haas F1 team of this wrestling
2: trip. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. You are going to miss when Matt Riddle climbs to the top of Casa Manana, pulls down the briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> it's one more day up in the canyon.
0: And it's one more night. we